on the board. Gordon drives hard and finishes harder. Jokic bringing it up the floor, throws it ahead. Porter fakes, sidestep, three-pointed. In and out, Jokic, another rebound, and the putback. He's got ten rebounds already. Jokic goes inside, lays it up and in. Porter Saints finds the floor, lets it fly. This is that court, tipped the rebound. Gets him another look. Jokic, the three-pointer, that's good. Longo Fultz to Jokic. A quick spin move inside for the dunk. True. Picks it out. Hachimura couldn't handle it. Here comes Caldwell Pope. Throws it back. Murray to Porter for the slam. Murray. Connects. Three-pointer Jamal Murray. Reeds gets inside. Swatted by Porter. Caldwell Pope looking. Gets it back out. Porter. Corner three. Got it. Can't hit. Murray has it. Final seconds. No foul to give. Murray. Fires away. Got it. With a second remaining. Murray, a three. That's good, Jamal Murray. Jokic drives down a lane and banks it in. What a touch he has. Caldwell Pope aggressively gets in the lane. The runner is good. Jokic, a three-pointer. It's good. Nicole Jokic. Bruce Brown. Well, he got the last name right. As Brown throws it down. Jokic just gets it off in time. It's up. Oh, it's good. Of course it goes in. Jokic from downtown. Anthony Davis just stares at him. Christian Brown and Bruce Brown. Four on the shot clock. Murray steps back. James all over. Has to hoist it up. And that's it. In. Another circus shot goes down. Porter in the corner. That's good. Michael Porter. Porter looking for a spot to shoot. Gets in the corner. Jeff Green connects on three. A veteran Green from downtown. Four on the shot clock. Murray falling away. Got it. Rebound knocked loose. Still loose. Porter dives on it. Davis dives on him. And Caldwell Pope comes out of the pack. Here comes Murray. Alley up to Gordon. Oh, what a play. Jokic backing in again. Picks it up top. Caldwell Pope on the drive. Scoop layup. He turns it all. 21 for Caldwell Pope. Lines James. James hoists up the three-pointer. Off the side of the rim. Rebound Murray. They won't foul. That'll do it. The Nuggets survived to come back and win game one. Oh, I can't wait for game two. I can't wait for game two either. Denver survives. Okay, I'll give it, I'll give you that. They survived. 132-126. Game one. Nuggets haven't won a game one against the Lakers since like the 70s. Some even even dating back to their his history, not just Western Conference Finals history, but playoff history. Angel, I've I told you my my two my two ways of watching a Nuggets basketball game. There's there's the lean back. I'm just relaxed, sitting there watching a game. And there's the lean in. That's when the nerves start settling in. 99% of the game, I was full on laid back. Oh, this is how this is going to go. And then the Lakers found a way to make this thing really interesting. Were you sweating a little bit? A little sweat. My, my shirt, the, the shirt is, it's getting there, man. It's getting there. There was some sweat last night. Yeah, last night was was incredible for, you know, like you said, 90, 95% of this game was mm-hmm. just a superstar Nuggets basketball, how we've, you know, grown accustomed to it. That first half was incredible, 72 points. Um, just insane on the number one defense in the NBA right now. Uh, it's, you know, no one said this was going to be an easy game by any means. 
You knew the Lakers were going to throw a punch back in the second half. You withstood it. You got through the foul issues late in that game. I knew that was going to be something that came up. But this is a team that has shown you time and time again they have what it takes to battle through these tough minutes. It's playoff basketball. It's the Western Conference Finals. You're not going to blow teams out. You have to battle to the last whistle. LeBron still has that factor, that it factor, where, I mean, he did, what did I say? The guy disappears. He's not even on, it doesn't even feel like he's on the floor for like, a lot of chunks of these games. He had four points in like the first half. Yeah. And it's, of course, as soon as I tweet that out, he had like six in a row. Um, but that's, he still has that in his DNA. I ain't going down like this. It's not going to happen. Darvin Ham says we'll be okay. Trust me. What does that mean? They got some kind of plan. You you and I were talking in pregame here, and let's just, or pre-show, let's talk a little bit. I mean, I want to break into all of this. Did the Lakers show their hand too soon, though, with the Hachimura thing? We already knew they were going to try to throw a couple, throw him at Joker, throw some double teams at Joker. You threw it to him too. Now you throw it to him late in the fourth where you still get the win. You had enough of a lead where you could ride that out. You have Michael Malone and Nikola Jokic going back to the lab with a win. So did Darvin Ham show his hand? You should have waited until game two to pull that out. Yeah, I think it was obviously interesting on how AD and Jokic would go. That this is that's an insane matchup between these two incredible players yeah. at their size. Uh, but they tried it out one on one. Jokic quickly oh my showed that he is the Did guy. Did you see that, that spin move back to the basket? Just Beautiful. spins off of him, and I'm like, no, this ain't it, man. That no, ain't gonna so work. They bring out uh, Rui Hachi, Hachimura. Yeah, uh, that's fine. And they. They do what they did in the bubble with Dwight Howard, where it was Dwight's going to cover Jokic and Davis is going to float around in the paint. That's exactly what they did in the fourth quarter. And I do think they showed their hand too early. It's an adjustment you would have made, but now the Nuggets realize, oh, that's what you're going to do. We were, They almost set a trap for them. Yeah. They almost said, no, do it one-on-one, and we'll see how long that goes until they, they have to make that switch to the, to the zone D. And now we got them yeah. because they've been working on this attacking this defense for three years. Yeah, Joker is he's like a great quarterback in football. I mean, he's going to go back and evaluate and look at that and go, okay, what happens when they make that switch and Anthony Davis is floating? Somebody's open. Somebody is open, and I'm going to figure that out. Um, and I'm very confident that that he can. He's one of the he's maybe the smartest basketball player in all of the NBA, M- maybe historically. So. Whew, got the dub. Found a way to get it done. Um, and then you see, you know, like a guy that really wasn't impacting the game much, Austin Reeves, until the fourth, just goes off. It was a quiet comeback. Did it feel like it was a quiet comeback? It felt quiet, but it also, I kind of just was expecting it to happen at some point. The Lakers are not going to just stay down by 20 this whole game. And I'd say about, so like the last two minutes of the third quarter, you, you could see it starting to, they were starting to close that gap. It was getting down to like 12, 11, 10 points. Um, and then Murray hits that crazy shot at the end of the third quarter. So you feel a little bit better, but you could sense the momentum was starting to shift. Um, and then you get into the fourth quarter, Lakers start getting their foul calls. Uh, an insane challenge by Michael Malone to take Murray's fifth foul away and give it to Jokic. Insane. Oh, man, I'm telling you, Michael Malone is earning his stripes, man. He is earn he's getting his flowers right now. Because I, I have seen some masterful coaching from him. I, I really saw have a, a tweet last night that kinda gave me a perspective on Malone. 
he's not great at in-game adjustments. He's very, you know, what I want, what, what we're going to set up in practice and what we do in the in the meantime, that's what we're running with. But he's constantly watching and learning in the game, and then he takes the time in the lab, as you said, and gets and makes the adjustments. The, these are what makes a great playoff coach because you know, I got to be careful trying to make too many crazy adjustments on the fly here because that could that could go south pretty quickly. Well, what the Lakers did I, was. It was an adjustment too early because they had a chance to, hey, we're within five. We can make this a game. I've got a situation with, with again, with a great head coach. You know this is the best of this is the best of seven. So you can't sacrifice too much in game. And I think Darvin Ham did that. Did the opposite of what I'm talking about with Michael Malone. You know there's an adjustment to be made, but you try to ride out whatever that current game plan is and see if you can go back, get the dub. Now you're going to see a different approach, at least where Nikola Jokic is on the on that side of things. So I'll be curious to see that. I'll be curious to see an adjustment. Jamal Murray was great offensively, defensively was lost. I don't know. He has an ear infection is what it is. That's what that's what we learned that later on throughout the game. Does that mess with you defensively? And then I had people messaging me like, well, why is Aaron Gordon not out? You need to put Aaron Gordon out um, guarding the three a little bit more. No. I think the game plan is you want Aaron Gordon in that paint because LeBron James is lethal. You're, Anthony Davis is going to get his. You want to make sure, like you want to give LeBron James all the outside shots in the world. He's the most dangerous when he's driving to the lane, so you want to be careful there. Um, yeah, let's see, Dixon, good, the bad, and the ugly. He's giving me your own good, the bad, the ugly, and, and not including Joker being Joker and Murray, who is special, good. I love this. Hooligans just taking their own good, bad, ugly. I love it. Um, Bruce Brown and KCP coming up huge, knocking down timely shots. Timely. Bad, letting a big lead slip. Ugly, Aaron freaking Gordon. Dixon's a big anti-Aaron Gordon guy. We know that. For the love of God, please stop shooting anything besides a dunk. Joker had a time there where he had looked like he had an easy two, but he finds Gordon out for a wide open corner three. Mm -hmm. Like, Joker... You know, that's usually where Joker doesn't make that because he knows Gordon's not my guy out there. I, I know Gordon's not a three-point shooter, but it's not like he can't make that shot. He can make it. He makes that it's shot just, eight out of ten times. Uh, I don't know about eight out of ten. If he's that like, wide I'm open. i go four out of ten. He's if not, he is that wide open in the in the corner and he can set his feet, I, still want I have driving. a good shot. I'm still yeah. saying drive. Drive well, yeah, from there. Take that. I'll give you Michael Porter Jr. getting the ball in the corner and then deciding to take it in. Porter had some big moments, too. Or that when he goes up for the pass and then passes it to Jeff Green in the corner. Was it Porter wrestling the ball uh, at late in that game when KCP ends up getting it, throws it down to Jamal, and then they hit Aaron Gordon for the alley-oop? Was it MPJ? That was, all Porter. That was a critical play. Absolutely. Absolutely critical. And it's not really a stat play. You don't look at that. But that was a guy that we've always talked about, MPJ, being more of a finesse player. He's on the ground saving a basketball game. Gets it, pulls it out. KCP's digging too, finds his guy. Jamal finds his guy. That was, to me, that almost, almost put the exclamation point on the game. There was a quote that came out from Michael um, talking about his playing time late in games. And he said, he had a conversation with Coach Malone saying, if you need to play Bruce Brown, do it. Mm. I just want to win. I love the maturity from Michael Porter. It's this mentality... That I think, and I, I don't want to give Joker all the credit for all these guys' attitudes, but you look at a guy like Joker, attitude, what is it from Remember the Titans, attitude reflects leadership. That is a real thing. When you see your MVP, the best basketball player in the world, 
lead like that, not really care about. He doesn't care about stats. He just gets them. That that spills over to the rest of the team. They and said you it on see the, that mentality on the broadcast. They say when Jokic gets his guys involved, it makes them play better. They want to bring more effort on the offense and the defensive side. It's like it's like a, it's like in football. I'll make another football comparison. What do we always say about wide receivers? You got to get them going early, right? You go a couple quick slants, screen plays, just to get them to feel the ball, and then they feel involved, and then they take over. That is what. That's how Nikola Jokic views a basketball game. You are utilizing your team, getting some momentum, and then there's then they feel that they can make those game winning plays down the stretch. Speaking of game winning plays, a guy that is no stranger to it, KCP, last night. Yeah. So good. That is a veteran yeah. championship winning player. He was doing he was making shots, but it was it was everything that he was adding. Again, that play where MPJ digs it out, KCP's digging too, and has the wherewithal to find Jamal Murray. And I mean that was just one play, but he was he was great last night. He was absolutely great. He was nine to seventeen. Only three threes for him, but he had twenty one points. So that means he's finding different ways to score the basketball. Bruce Brown was exceptional. That guy just he every loves, single night, He loves man. playing in Denver, man. Get, pay the man, please. Please. Pay, pay the man. Pay, pay, pay the man. Calvin Booth, a lot of credit for him, man. This, this team, Angel, I've said it before. In the first half, <clears throat> that team played like, that's the design. Yep. If, if that team plays like that, they beat anybody in the NBA 10 out of 10 times. At that bet, like there's a lot of teams you can say, oh, when they're at their best, they still can't beat five or six teams. The, the Nuggets are that good. The Nuggets are that good that they were they would dominate any team because that's what they did in that first half. Yeah, and then you know the you, you pull the foot off the, the the gas a little bit. It's go, you're going up against LeBron James. He's not going to go down like that. The Lakers have won all of their game ones, haven't they? Yep. So this was a big trendsetter, uh, changer, so to speak, for the Nuggets to get this dub. Let's get to the good, the bad, the ugly. Presented by FMS Bank. Banking made simple. For more, go to fmsbank.com slash kfka. The good, there you go. D- Dix and I like yours, too. I mean, a lot of, lot of shade thrown at Aaron Gordon, but you know, whatever. Um, we need everybody up on your feet. Yeah, no one's sitting in your seat. Why is Arnold Schwarzenegger's son or son son there? That was the guy he got thrown out. I saw it on Twitter. Whoa! Yeah, I didn't see that. He's like he looks like a twelve year old. He's all decked out. See, this is where he's wearing a jersey, but he's also wearing like shorts, same shorts that the Lakers wear. He looked like just dressing out. It's ridiculous. Hmm. He got kicked out for a second and comes back in. It's a weird deal. Good is the Nuggets winning one thirty two to one twenty six. You got game one. Three more of those, Angel, and you're moving finals. on. And you're moving on. We're talking history there. Uh, how about the bad for me? Rockies. Yeah. Yeah, they lost 3-1 to one to the Reds. You want to know my ugly? Tanner Schwint. Ooh. At the Rockies game last night. My voice cracked because I couldn't believe it. Tanner, who is evaluating this Nuggets team, trying to, misses out. Would you say, Angel, that last night's game was perhaps the most historic game the Nuggets have ever had because they've never hosted the Western Conference Finals, so they've never had a game one in Denver in the Western Conference Finals? Historic. It's, it's huge. With as good as this team is at home, it's it's incredible that they're still undefeated in the playoffs so far. Seven knock and on wood. But the energy that the crowd brings, 
the the altitude warnings, all of that, it plays oh, a factor. Love it. love it. And when the Nuggets are playing hot and they're playing, getting the crowd going, they're hard to stop. Poor Tanner. He posted something about I wasn't going to say anything. I knew he was going. I wasn't going to say anything. But from now on, Angel, when we argue with Tanner, we get to say, you didn't watch perhaps the most historic game ever for the Denver Nuggets. You were watching the Rockies. I, I know our boy I mean, Jerry was, hooked him a, up. It's a one-run game yeah. through like five yeah, it innings. Was, yeah, it's competitive. Sure. Reds and the Rockies. This guy mean, Tovar hit a home run. That's good. I bet he was excited about that. I you're not gonna. T- I know Jerry probably hooked him up. Jerry Schimmel. So I'll give him a pass there. You don't want to. You won't say no to Jerry. No. I would have said no to Jerry last night though. You can't give me some Nuggets tickets, Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Where's our hook up there, bro? Come on. We want to go. We want to see the Nuggets in action. Uh, there it is. Good, the bad, the ugly presented by FMS Bank. My tight-knit brewing poll question of the day. Again, every game you see Joker light up. My, my mother-in-law texted me last night. She goes, and why isn't the Joker the MVP again? <laughs> and I'm like, it's too much to explain. You're so seeing I'm, NBA so, players say it. I just wrote back and said, so dumb. But again, it's not, it's not a playoff award. It's a regular season award. Should this award change? Should it be regular season and playoffs? That's the poll question of the day. The NBA, at the very least, Angel, needs to say, like I said last week, right after the season is done, bam, we have all of our awards announced. Then they could at least ignore some of the backlash. It's not going to go away because it's still going to be there. You're still going to get people that see an epic playoff run go, well, yeah, but he should have been the MVP. Look at what he did. You'd slow it down a little bit. Some people hate the idea of making this a regular season and a playoff awards. Uh, I had a text earlier that said, uh, or a Facebook message that said, no, because you, if there's a guy that's absolutely carrying his team and they miss the playoffs, then that's unfair. Is he really that valuable if you can't at least make the playoffs? I mean, I've seen a guy carry his team to the playoff twice. His name rhymes with Okich. He did it last year. So I guess my argument to that is he ain't that valuable if you can't at least get to the playoffs. You got to at least get there. You got to get to the playoffs to be an MVP. I I think so because it means you're not that valuable overall. 24 minutes after the hour. uh, You know, we got this great deal going on with Glass Doctor of Greeley. And I want to let you guys know about this. If you have you're driving around right now and you look at your windshields, do, do me a favor. Look up. Do you have any cracks in there? You got you got it. Take it into Glass Doctor today. Or the rest of the week and the and uh, through next Friday, and you get twenty dollars off on that. You know, sometimes your insurance will take care of that, sometimes it won't. Whatever. But this is the this is the kicker. Fifty percent of proceeds to this will go back to Weld Food Bank. We'll go to Weld Food Bank. We're going to have Weston Edmonds in uh, from Weld Food Bank to talk about those partnerships and what that means. But I'm telling you, you're driving around. Do me a favor. Get out to uh, the great uh, folks at Glass Doctor Greeley. You're, you're, you're getting your windshield fixed up, and you're supporting a great local entity here in northern Colorado and World Food Bank. 24 minutes after the hour, it's the whole show powered by PDC Energy. We'll be right back. Baseball in Colorado is electric. Hear it all on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. This is Adam Matas with DNVR, the DNVR Bar, and the DNVR Nuggets Podcast, and you're listening to The Whole Show with Brady Hall. Just 29 minutes after the 11 o'clock hour, Eastside Chris says, I don't get ESPN. I listen on radio. Is that a baby? 
what did Mark Jackson say about Joker? Like, all, all night? Did he, I didn't see the pregame. My child had me outside in the mud. Hmm. We were running around like crazy with, with, with the shirt, by the way. Yeah. The Nuggets shirt. Got a little dirty last night. Um, what Did Mark say anything? Did he acknowledge that he forgot about Nikola Jokic or whatever? No, not really. <laughs> uh, that had to be so after, awkward. After wrapping up the weird thing that is the draft lottery uh, presentation. Dumb. So dumb. We get like a quick five-minute pregame with the announcers. Um, and it starts off with the three of them standing there. Mark Jackson's off to the side just holding his mic, kind of giving a side-eye to the camera. Um, and the first question they ask is, well, let's talk about Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Mark, what do you got to say? And he said all complimentary things. He didn't He didn't hint at anything towards the MVP vote. He, I guess he's trying to just not bring it up because the world knows now. Uh, Should but, he have brought it up? Should he have just called it out? No. no. You're going to get enough hate for it. coming. Out, he already came out and said, oh, it was a big mistake, whatever. He tweeted it. Yeah, so you don't need to say it on the broadcast because casual fans probably don't know. I so. don't. And uh, listen, I... I actually, that's a good broadcast crew. It is. I, I like Mark Jackson and Van Gundy together. They're, they're and then what's the, what's the other guy? Anyway, I don't know. I don't pay attention. But I, I think they have a good. That's a good crew right there. I'm not. Listen, he made a mistake. Do you believe him? Do you believe that? He, I actually do believe him. I'm just gonna say it. I'm poking fun as well, but I, I do believe him. I think he made a mistake. I do, however, think that should be punished. If you, if you are given the. The honor of being an MVP voter, you should know what the hell you're doing. You know, it's kind of a job. And he didn't know what he was doing, and he wrote down. Because if you look at who he voted for, it makes sense. It checks out. Because he has a point guard, a guard, a forward, and a power forward in the center. It does check out. I actually do believe him. So I'm not going to let this, like, ruin. I'm not I'm not against Mark Jackson. I think he's a talented broadcaster. It's... But I don't think he should get a vote for the MVP. I think that should be punished. I agree. It's it's a subjective opinion about an award that the guy doesn't even really care about. So I'm not we're not gonna get we're past that. I'm past it. It we're moving on to bigger and better things. I don't at this point I don't need a trophy to tell me Jokic is the MVP. I can see it. How are how are you now I know you're not a Colorado native, so a lot of people like tanners of the world, they get really upset with me on this Joker thing. I tweeted it last night. He's the best. I know he doesn't have the rings. I know. But every night, he's breaking some kind of record, and he's breaking some kind of playoff record. Every single night is Joker. Is he there? Is he the best in the state? For me, he is. Granted, I'm not from here. I'm not a native. I didn't grow up watching John Elway. I didn't really get into Colorado professional sports till like 2013-ish with Peyton Manning and the Broncos, obviously. But if you you can just look at stats and you know you know that statistically John Elway is one of the greatest quarterbacks. To yeah, play he's the game. he's top ten. And he's for got sure. two Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, and I see, I think he's top five. But Joker, I'm telling you, man, there are certain players in sports that transcend the game, that change it, that are just like, whoa, who is that guy, and how does he do this every single night in such a unique way? Nikola Jokic is that. John Elway was a great quarterback. Nikola Jokic is changing the way we view basketball. So that's why I think he should get at least that we should give him that conversation. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think more and more people are starting to realize the impact Nikola has on the NBA um, and just the way that he plays. It's so different, it's so unique. Like, you know, imagine if you didn't get to see 91 and 92 Michael Jordan. 
and then you see him 93, like, oh, my God, who is this guy? Yeah. Well, every every playoff game the Nuggets were in, they were at 8 o'clock. Yeah. So not a lot of people were watching. And Last if night, you're seeing them come out of the woodworks. If it's not, you know, Nuggets fans across the country that are watching, it's Lakers fans or it's just casual NBA fans. My team's out. Oh, the Lakers are playing. Let's see how the Nuggets do. Whoa. This uh, Joker guy, he's pretty good. How does he do those things? He's the he's the best in the NBA. He is, at this stage in his career, he's much better than LeBron James. He is. This is just the way it is. It's a fact. 34 minutes after the hour, got my guy Weston Edmonds coming in. Great deal going on at uh, Glass Doctor Greeley. I love those guys over there. We had Brett in on Monday supporting a local cause, man. I mean, get out there. You get money off of your uh, windshield ding, and then it's also 50% of the proceeds for the next two weeks are going to go into the Weld Food Bank. So stop out there. We're going to talk to Weston coming up next, 34 minutes after the hour. It's the whole show powered by PDC Energy on on, uh, Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1. 1310 KFKA. This is Jerry Schimmel, voice of the UNC Bears and host of Amazing Americans. And you're listening to The Whole Show on 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Just 38 minutes after the 11 o'clock hour. Welcome back into The Whole Show. Joining me in studio is my guy, Weston Edmonds, communications manager at Weld Food Bank. Weston, I just had you in here. You're just becoming a regular here. I know. I, I, I was hoping to find my parking spot, but apparently you guys won't be here much longer, so it's not worth fighting for it. And it's official, Angel. We can say it. We are moving. This We are moving out that. west. We're heading out west. Yeah, it's official. To the west side? To the, we're moving to the west side now. That's exciting. Yeah, um, it's going to be really fun. Our location for, for listeners tuning in, we're going to be around uh, close to Chili's too, Weston, so we can... I used to work there. We can get over to Chili's. My old stomping grounds. It's your old stomping grounds. There's a honey-baked ham there, so we have options, Right, man. they have very excited. two TVs. It's going to be great. <laughs> It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> uh, Weston, my man, this is a cool deal. We had Brett King in on uh, in studio the other day. Talking about a, a deal they're doing at Glass Doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody gets those pesky dings on their windshield, and you let it go too long. You're not supposed to let those things go. Get into Glass Doctor of Greeley, and uh, they're taking 20 bucks off. Plus, they're going to donate proceeds to uh, Weld Food Bank for the next two weeks. Yeah, it's an awesome partnership to have things like this that take advantage of a service that everyone needs. You know, the, the you, like you said, with the with the windshield, it's much cheaper to get it repaired than get to the point where you have to get it replaced. Yes. So this helps you, especially as you're getting ready for road trips or as it gets hotter, those cracks spread a lot quicker, especially when you're going through a car wash on a hot day. It'll make that chip get much bigger. So taking advantage of getting that repaired. But then that $20 gets turned into 60 meals. That's um, amazing to me. Which is incredible. And, and so it's just... It's so not only do you get the discount, but we get the discount as well in that sense. So like they'll take 20 bucks off, 20 bucks come to us, right? You get a lot of great businesses that partner with you guys. Oh, I mean, everybody yeah. always brings you up to any business we work with. They're like, if we're thinking of doing something. We want to do something nice for the community. Uh, we're going to talk to World Food Bank. I mean, right. you, your name always comes well, up. Well, and sometimes they don't actually talk to us. We've been getting phone calls about an event coming up in a couple of weeks that they keep asking us for details. And we're like, we haven't heard about this. And we're getting the press releases and whatnot. So some folks just, they do it and they don't they don't really talk to us about getting that set up. And and they just and it's wonderful. I mean, it, it's it's a little less work for us, but we always just love to know what's going on as well, so we can help promote those events as well. So anyone who wants to 
hold a benefit for us, just let us know. We'll help get the word out. Yeah. Well, you guys do such a great job of that, too. We love our partnership. I know uh, coming up, in Oct- is it October? We're going to do our bowling event again. That's going to be great. November. Have you been training? No. I actually realized something's going on with my shoulder. Like, I, I, yeah. I realized it this morning. I woke up and I was like, I all I did was sleep. I might need Tommy oh, John's. I don't know. We'll see. I'm the I'm the same way. You're like, I didn't even do. Oh, I pulled a weed yesterday. I right. guess that's it. That's probably why my no, knees and shoulders are hurting. Sometimes it's just sneezing. Yes, or sitting, which is weird. Where it's like I don't sit on my arms, but apparently it. Puts a strain on them. It's somehow, man. It's all right. twisted up. The older you get, it's fantastic. Right. Uh, again, a great deal going on at Glass Doctor Greeley. I just got one the other day. Uh, I never get these, and I got two of them in like the span of a month. And that's never happened to me. So I've got, I was already at Glass Doctor. It's amazing how fast they get that done. Yeah. I mean, it's a couple. It's like five, ten minutes. Right. It's it's not something where you even need to ask for an extended lunch. No. You just take care of it on your lunch break or on your way home. It's 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 a wonderful service that that you got to get taken care of. Yeah. No, it's great. And I, like I said, I got to go get my second one taken care of. So I'll take advantage of that while giving back for a great cause for Weld Food Bank. So I'm right. looking forward to it. What else do you guys have going on throughout the, throughout, throughout the next couple of months? You guys always have something happening at Weld Food Bank. Right. Actually, June's a really buzzy, buzzy busy month yeah, for us. It works. Uh, coming up, we do an annual event called Compete to Beat Hunger, where local businesses uh, come in and they give see who can give the most time, money. Um, and food, and all in a way to build camaraderie within the businesses, but also to help the food bank at a really important time because people, I mean, tomorrow's my kid's last day of school for the summer. Oh, boy. So people start planning their vacations. They start heading out of town. They really kind of disconnect so that, you know, rightfully so, they can rejuvenate and get ready for for the fall. But a lot more people are hungry during the summer, um, especially kids. So Compete to Be comes at a really important time. And there's a lot of information about that. There's still time to sign up if you have a a business, a service club. We even have people who are self-employed. They run their own business by themselves. They sign up, and then they bring in their friends to help them build up points for their team. And and a couple years in a row, we had a gal who did her own massage therapy studio, one for the division. We have them in divisions. It's like fighting. So the lightweight division, um, she has won like three or Three years in a row or something. Wow. She's the only employee. So it's a great way to help out with that and then really just getting ready to gear up for the holidays after that. Well, and I th- you bring up a great point, too. People don't think about this, but summertime is a tough time for, for those families that are struggling uh, with, with, with their ki- feeding their kiddos because they're not going to school getting the, the lunch every single day. So it, right. it is an important time. Right, yeah, because kids, a lot of kids in our community qualify for that free or reduced lunch. So families might be paying... 60 cents for per meal but you think about that if 60 cents times five days that's three dollars the kids come home for the summer and those meals aren't available anymore but those kids still need to eat so that increases food budgets for families that are living on a tight budget so it just really is a critical time for kids especially the ones that just families are are going through tough times and we want to make sure the kids have a good summer that they have a summer that's full of food and fun so that when they come back in the fall because every summer i mean we experienced this. You don't remember the, the math equations. You don't remember the books you read. But you, that was mostly just because you weren't interested. But you get kids coming in who just had a rough summer. They're they're losing. They're falling behind even more than their classmates because their nutrition is low, and so their ambition is even lower to try to remember this stuff. They're just kind of in a fight or flight sometimes, and so we try to help 
uh, prevent that. Yeah, and you guys, again, do such a, a wonderful job of promote. I think promotion is such a big thing, getting out there, letting people know about World Food Bank so that you guys can do better at what you do as far as helping these families. Right, right. And then we just always – we do the best we can, but sometimes the best message gets spread by somebody who doesn't have skin in the game in the sense that – I've been at the food bank for nine years, so it's been my job and my passion still to do it. But if you tell your friends you, and you've got a heart for the food bank or any social issue, really, people will listen to you more than they will if I went and spoke at your family gathering and said, here's what's happening at the food bank. You get your uncle telling you about it, about, hey, man, this stuff really it really hurts, or your friend. People will listen a lot more. So take these opportunities to, even if you don't if you don't give or get involved with Stamp Out or get involved with this, that you spread the word and let people know, hey, this person cares. Like, I should really check this out. I've, I respect this person. Let's see what they're talking about. Yeah, and, and, and I love so many of the stories, too, because I, I love that philosophy. It's not a handout. It's a hand up. You get, you get so many stories where you're helping families and you're helping kids. I know, was it last year Bob was in talking about a story where there's a kiddo, a part of a family you guys were working with and helping out. And then years later, he comes back and uh, he's donating. He's he's participating uh, in some of these events that you guys have going. I think that's phenomenal. I love those stories. Right. right. We do see those cycles. We hear from people who are, you know, our grandparents' age who say we didn't have something like this growing up. This would have been so helpful. And then we hear from people more our age who say my family used the food bank when I was a kid or or we used it as a young family. And, and But now we're, we're more stable and we want to give back. We hear that so often of people who have been – directly impacted they understood what what services were there to help them through and they want to make sure that other people that are in that same situation help them as well people can give anytime they can give right now there's always great events that you have and people love those but uh, if you're looking around the house and you're like wow we're not gonna we have this stuff uh we might we don't need it whatever they can come in today and donate right yeah and if you're planting your gardens um, I know that the the rain helped some people and it hurt some other people. So if you're replanting, put an extra row in there of tomatoes or zucchini or peppers. And, and when you're gardening, bring us the excess. We love homegrown produce so we can give out that same day. We, we actually take it from their hands. We say, thank you. This is amazing. We're actually going to go give it to somebody right now. And we do because produce, is it's got to go into a fridge pretty quick. So. Yeah. Make sure it gets out quickly. Wes, my man, always appreciate having you in here. Uh, are you watching the Nuggets? I know you're more of a hockey guy. I am more of a hockey guy, but I, knowing I was coming on today. You did your homework. I, I did my homework. I turned on the game in the third when they had a 14-point lead, and by the time I was done within five minutes, it was a three-point lead, and I thought, I should probably turn this off. Yeah, I was one, there was a disturbance <laughs> in the force. There was a disturbance there was. in the force. I was like, I, something's happening. Is Weston turning this game on? You know what I have to say, and I know that this you, you guys probably talk about this a lot, is uh, Nikola Jokic really makes you want to become a basketball yep. fan because he breaks the mold of what you see in an AD who has to be wheeled off in a wheelchair because someone poked his oh, eye. And you being a hockey fan, you're I probably mean, like, oh my this gosh. is ridiculous. When I see the replays of some uh, um, – oh, what's his name? He calls himself the king. Oh, LeBron James. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he gets barely tapped, and he's flopping on the floor and rolling around. Oh, my gosh. Oh. And I look at – there was a guy in Las Vegas who literally got 75 stitches in his face because he fell on a skate. Yeah. And he was on the ice the next period. It, it is fr- – and I'm, I'm a big basketball guy. Yeah. But I get frustrated with it, too. And I'm like, you got to fix this. Well, because the sport is a great sport, but when you add that drama. So Nicola really makes you appreciate somebody who loves the game, like the fact that they have to go give him his award back in his home country because it's like, oh, 
Put it oh, over yeah. there. Oh, yeah. There's put that it, thing. Put it over there. I'm on my horse. Yeah. Um, but he made it look so easy, too. So it was it was an exciting game to watch. I know that I, I can imagine a lot of Nuggets fans hated having to have that stress up until the end of the game when you got, like, 10 seconds left. And, and thankfully, they got that turnover at the very end to prevent it from being a tie game in overtime. But yeah. it's – I mean, that's the excitement of playoff sports in general, that you get those – those made-for-TV moments where it's like, oh, they're fighting back. These guys had it. and We'll see what they can do tomorrow night. Back at it. I we'll think see. they got it. I think they do, too. I, I really do. Weston, my man, appreciate you as always. Uh, we'll look to catch up with you down the road. Awesome. Always love connecting with you, man. Keep awesome. up the great work. We we'll love what you guys do. Thank you. All right, 11.50 the time. Let's take a quick break. It's the whole show powered by PDC Energy on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. The boys of summer are back. Here, Rockies baseball on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. This is Krista Matteo, your UNC women's basketball coach, and you are listening to the whole show, 1310 KFKA. Eleven fifty-three, the time. The tight-knit brewing poll question of the day: Should the NBA? MVP award be based on the regular season and the playoffs? Go vote at thewholeshow.com. Uh, we'll look at the results at the end of the program today. Thanks to uh, Weston Edmonds for joining us from World Food Bank. Love what they do. We uh, try to do a lot of different events with them throughout the year. Um, but uh, Glass Doctor Greeley came to me and said, hey, we want to do a, a deal as we're getting into spring and summer. People want to get those windshields fixed up. Those temperatures can really jack with those dings in your windshield. So uh, we want to hook you up. So 20 bucks off of your next windshield repair for the, for your uh, for those dings, for those marks. Uh, and 50% of the proceeds are going back to World Food Bank. So that's great. Uh, first advantage text line, 888-530-0043. Yeah, as far as the broadcast goes last night, like, again, it's I thought it was a good broadcast. It do, It is funny, though. Like, everybody's so amazed watching Nikola Jokic. Like, this is incredible. How does this happen every night? When you watch Marlowe and Hastings, they're in awe sometimes, but it's very, like, ah, Joker does it again. Yeah, it's it was fun just seeing on Twitter the the reaction from the casual NBA fan to the Jokic haters to you know even NBA players I was seeing uh, Jacques Landell from the Suns was tweeting about it. Um, even Vic Lombardi was saying like I've seen some great stuff, but this is watching this live and seeing his dominance is incredible, and people are starting to realize it. You know, it's not just the stats; it's the way that he plays. It's the way his he is so composed in his attitude, and he doesn't let thing he doesn't let emotions get to him too much. And he just he knows what he's going to do, and he's going to do he's it. He's very again. It's just like a steady, steady hand while he's playing. You see any superstar in the league just look rattled at some point. LeBron, there's times where he looks rattled, and his game changes. Um, Nikola Jokic, you just don't see it. It's he's the same in thing the whole time. Look at how efficient he was last night. Twelve of seventeen. <laughs> Again, it's just high percentage shots, but then three for three from the three-point line. His three-point percentage has been phenomenal. In the I don't playoffs, even, what is it in the playoffs? I'd have to look that up in the next break, but it's been incredible. It's a part of his game that people are, maybe they forgot about it or maybe they didn't respect it enough, but now you're like, we can't let him out anywhere. I remember, I, again, he used to frustrate me because he'd always have wide open looks and then he would just do that little pump fake and take it. You never know when he's going to shoot that three. That is, it is the slowest pump fake in the history of the world, but it works. Because he's constantly, he's either looking at the guy in front of him or he's 
looking at his peripheral. Okay, what can I do? What can I do? Okay, pass. He's shooting 51% from the three-point line. That's unbelievable. 51%. You know, uh, last year, he was shooting 27% in the the, uh, playoffs. It's phenomenal. 51% for a center. And again, it's not like he's shooting one a game. He's shooting about... Three, two four, to five. four, yeah. I mean, it's it's that part of it's really incredible to me. His per, three point percentage during, during the regular season was thirty eight, and he is just elevating his game. That's what great players do. They do their regular season thing, and then when the playoffs come in, turning it up. Let's talk about some of the concerns coming up. I know it's all you know, it's all fairy dust and unicorns sometimes when I'm talking about the Nuggets, but there are some legitimate concerns I want to get to. In the second hour, Darvin Ham did make a slight adjustment. Let's talk about that adjustment. How do the Nuggets overcome that in Game 2? Because you know that's coming. Uh, and, and again, I would imagine you're going to see more of a desperate LeBron James in the first quarter of the game tomorrow night. It's a whole show powered by PDC Energy. Hour number two, Lunch Rush, coming up next.